Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen.
Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus and give him a scream if you can. Hallelujah. Wow. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for another beautiful Sunday, another beautiful time in your presence. Thank you. What an opportunity we have to approach your throne, to sit under your feet, to hear you speak to us. I pray in the name of Jesus that you bless us with understanding. Bless us. Because we know that faith comes by hearing and understanding by the word of God. So Father, bless us with understanding. In the name of Jesus, let this word be as sweet as honey to us. Give us this beautiful taste in the name of Jesus. May we love to have it all the time in the name of Jesus. And I pray above all, let the grace that leads to transformation by the application of your word, let that grace fall upon us today in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me hear somebody scream, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus as you sit on top of your enemies. So the songwriter said that, Sewutrina
disappointed. If you are disappointed, I doubt what you lean on. If you lean on him, you will never be disappointed. If you follow him, you will never be disappointed. That is why I love this song. Hallelujah. Sin. as a serpent. Is that not it? We've been looking at it and um, I remember chapter 4 of this book which we have talked about already you know mentioned that one of the things that makes the serpent wise is that he's a master he's a master of the power of the mouth is the master of the power of the mouth so if you want to be if you want to be wise as a serpent you must also develop to have the power of the mouth hallelujah if you don't have the power of the mouth you cannot be as wise as serpents hallelujah i told you when i was talking to you about this how the serpent's the lower jaw uh, is so flexible that it can open to any extent so it is not limited to any particular size of a prey it can swallow any and i also told you that there are there are joints in the scar uh, the scar they are joints so it made it it makes it possible for the serpent to be able to go all the way up to be able to swallow the a prey hallelujah you know this ability coupled with the ability to release venom makes the serpent very fearful so if we want to be also fearful now I want us to pick the things and go into details now okay so now this is now the summary the book is the summary now we are picking it one by one to see how do we how do we become masters of the mouth how do we become masters of the mouth bishop mentioned them here okay and then so this remember that I said this is the summary okay is the heading now we are going to descend to know how we are going to practically do this so seven ways that you can make use of the mouth he mentioned that to develop the ability to to 
to develop your ability to speak forth positive confessions okay so that's how to do it number two says that develop your ability to preach how to develop how to develop or how you can use the power in your mouth you must use the power in your mouth because of this power the serpent does not go hungry it doesn't matter the size you know some of the some of the animals when they see a prey the size of the prey sometimes scares them or they leave it they leave the prey or they leave whatever booty that is there do you understand because it is too big not the serpent the serpent is able to use the power of the mouth he uses it uses the power of the mouth to swallow any size of prey it doesn't even matter if the prey is bigger than the snake itself or the serpent itself it's, it's able to swallow a prey that is bigger than it in, in diameters hallelujah so we too must be able to use the power of the mouth the mouth has power if, there's, if the serpent is using the power of the mouth to gain control, to gain power, then we too must be able to use the power of the mouth to gain control, to, get, to gain power. Hallelujah. Are you here? We must use the power of the mouth. And how do we use the power of the mouth? One of the ways to use the power of the mouth is to develop our ability to preach. Hallelujah. Develop your ability to preach. I started preaching when I was not a pastor. So before you bring the excuse that, oh, Bishop, when I become a pastor, I'll preach. You don't need to be a pastor to be a preacher. Hallelujah. I said you don't need to be a pastor to be a preacher. You see, the, even the, bet, the, the better news is that you don't even need to be somebody who can prepare a message yourself to be a preacher. <laughs> Hallelujah. I used to pick a tract. I'll take one tract and I'll read the tract and try to understand it and memorize the message. When I am done, I'll put the tract in my pocket and then I'll climb a bus and I'll tell them, please give me your attention for five minutes and everything I have read in the tract, I will reproduce everything to them. Whether they like it or not, they must hear it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is how I developed the ability Today I can prepare a salvation message without reading, a, without reading a tract. But that is not how it started. Are you understanding that? That is not how I started. I started when I couldn't prepare it myself. So I depended on what somebody was able to do. I got it and I, and I amplified it. Hallelujah. Develop your ability to preach. If the power of the mouth gave any advantage to the serpent, then you must know that your, your, your unwillingness or the reluctance in developing your ability to preach is giving you a disadvantage. I said it's giving you what? A disadvantage. So you must rise up and develop that ability and use it to your advantage. 
use it to your advantage. Develop, I'm, I'm interested in, I think, about three of the points. There are seven, but I'm interested in just three before I go on to what I want to tell you today. Okay, so develop your ability to preach. Develop your ability to teach. Develop your ability to teach. Hallelujah. That is how to develop or to become a master of the mouth. The master, a master of the mouth. Yeah. It can swallow things. It is an advantage to the serpent because it makes it full. It doesn't make it go hungry because it can swallow. It's using the power of the mouth. You too carry some power in your mouth. I say you have also some power in your mouth. You must develop to use the mouth. Some of you, you have the mouth. God has given you mouth. You are not using it the way you are supposed to use it. Some of you rather, you use the mouth to gossip. What you are not supposed to talk about, that is what you talk about. Hallelujah. What, what you are supposed to talk about, you don't talk about it. Eh? After the message, you, you, you have things to say. You have pastors to talk against. <laughs> yes. I mean, you don't believe it. Some time ago, I heard something. I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> but sometimes I get amazed how people have time on their hands to do some things. To comment about what I'm saying. Yeah. They said, oh, this guy, he, he, he preaches too long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I am preaching to you and I'm developing and I'm using the power of the mouth, you are saying I'm preaching too long. Too long. Why? If you have power of the mouth to speak, use it to do something. Don't use it to criticize me. Eh? Is that the way to develop? Don't use it to criticize me. Don't say that I am preaching too long. Don't say that. It's not a nice thing to say. Eh? After cooking a nice meal, eh? and I bring it to come and serve you on Sunday, my reward is that you are criticizing me that I'm preaching for too long. Hallelujah. Listen, instead of using your mouth for that, keep it closed. Find somebody who doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And the same energy you are using to say that I am preaching too long for too long, use that energy and talk to the person about Jesus. That is more beneficial to you and to the kingdom than to say I'm preaching for too long. Do you intend to discourage me? Eh? Is that your intention? <laughs> Am I saying something? Yes. Do 
to discourage me. You see, then, then there is some negativity about you. Because if, if God forbid, if you succeed, I don't know when you will succeed, but, but if, if you succeed in discouraging, I, I don't know when you will succeed in doing that. Because the good news is that I didn't start preaching because I saw you. No, 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 no. I got born again in 1993. 1994, I was a fierce preacher. You were not there. Some of you were not even born. Some of the people who were even saying that were not even born. When I was climbing the passes and I was preaching, I was preaching so much that people will forget where they will alight and go to the next stop. You were not there. And I don't think that you have enough power to discourage this preacher for preaching. It will not work. It is a useless venture. Don't try it. Hey, I want you rather to use that power to talk to somebody. Go and stand somewhere. Climb a bus. Go somewhere. And use the power of the mouth to convert a soul unto Jesus. Come on, shout yes. Hallelujah. Do you understand? Use the power of the mouth well. Develop it. Don't use it for gossips. Don't. No, don't do that. You see, you are, you are misusing grace. <laughs> there are people who wish that as you are sitting here, they can sit here like this. There are people who wish that the way you can speak, they can speak like that. I'm telling you, their prayer is that they can speak like the way you speak. So when you have it and you don't use it to do what it has been given to you to do, it means that you are abusing the grace that God has given you. You are abusing this opportunity. But from today, no more abuse. From today, you are going to use, you are going to engage your mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness in the house? Are you going to use your mouth? You would use your mouth to your advantage. Hallelujah. Don't abuse grace. You may lose it. Don't abuse it. Use it well. Stop gossiping about people. The day, the day you want to talk against somebody, the first exercise is to examine yourself. That day. If there's no issue with you, no problem, you can go ahead. You understand? Yes. But look, listen, I refuse. I refuse to be subjected to gossip. No. It's a very useless job to engage in. Yes. Because I am thinking and trying to figure out how my life can be better than it is today. How my ministry can be better than it is today. Why should I, why should I bother myself with gossip? 
when I need, I, ha, I need time to pray for people. There are people I know issues that I need to find time and spend time on their issues to pray and believe God for a turnaround. You see, if I don't have time to do that, how can I waste my time gossiping? How can I be that cheap? Hallelujah. How can you be that cheap? Look at something in your life that you won't change. Use the ability to speak. Convert it into prayer. And look up to this man. Look up to the one from whom help comes. For David said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Turn your attention on heaven and use that mouth and that energy to talk to this man that help will come for you. It is a better way to live. Hallelujah. It's a better way to live. Develop it. The mouth, develop it. Develop it by developing your ability to teach. Okay, are you here? This is not what I want to tell you today. I'm. Uh, I, I, this is preamble. Preamble. Yes. Then I told you there are three. I mean, there are seven, but I'm interested in three for the subject of today. Then the third one, which I'm interested in, is develop your ability to bargain with men and to persuade them. Develop your ability to bargain with men and to persuade them. Develop the ability to bargain. <laughs> you know, you know some, some, some time ago, what I do, what I, what I used to do uh, was that before, before I would come and preach to you or a uh, congregation, whether in a bus or at the marketplace or wherever or don't broadcast. I preach the message to myself to convince myself that I understand what I'm saying. Yes. Anything I'm not convicted or I'm not convinced about, I lack the power to speak it. So, I try to convince myself about the message before I carry it anywhere. Ah, yes. So by the time I am speaking to you, Jack, this guy, this guy is deep in the thing. Yeah. By the time I'm talking to you, develop your ability to bargain with men and to persuade them. Develop that ability. Develop it. There are some people that when I hear, I hear them preaching, I, I wonder if they understand what they are preaching themselves. I try, I, I wonder. Because I am struggling to, to put what they are saying together. But you must develop that ability Huh? to bargain one day I went to, I went to um, a certain medical school to meet the medical students and I went there to bargain with the medical students to surrender their lives to Jesus 
And I remember I told them, I remember I told them that I, I know that the, the, the brilliant, the brilliant students in Ghana, they, they go to the medical school. Yeah. Normally when you see them, somebody is doing, uh, 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 what are some of the branches? Um, branches of medicine, what are some of them? Uh, you are doing, uh, you, are, you are a biochemist. Uh, uh, lab technique. Good, that is a good one. Lab technician. They said that is closest to medicine. <laughs> do you understand? When you see that, that is not what they originally wanted to do. No. 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 They wanted to do medicine. So they have to branch to that side. Do you understand? So the brilliant, most brilliant students are the ones who, who are taken to do science. So I went to this medical students and I, asked, I told them, I told them, I know that the most brilliant students are the one who do your course. You see, but it's, I told them that I, I have a big question mark on your so-called intelligence. If that intelligence does not lead you to Christ. I don't know what intelligence is it. You study the body. You have studied the body. You know every part of the body. If, if that knowledge, that knowledge does not convert you and tell you that there is a superior being somewhere, then I put a big question mark on that intelligence. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Can you tell me how the baby is formed in the womb? Can you explain that to me, Mr. Doctor? Mr. Intelligent Doctor? Can you explain that to me? Yes. I was reading something about COVID. Everything, everything is uncertain. Everything is uncertain. Even, even the vaccine that we are receiving. How long would it protect us for? They can't tell us. But I like them because they were honest. Uh, that's why I like them. They were honest. They said, we are not sure. Yes. Yes. We are not sure. There, 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 there hasn't been anything like So we are not sure how long you'll be protected. Yeah. We are not sure. <laughs> that must draw you to God. Yes. That there's a superior being. It's a superior being. I went there to engage them and to bargain with them. Bargain with men and to persuade men. Yeah. That is what you must develop your mouth to do. Develop it. Develop it. You don't need to be a pastor. Develop it. Hallelujah. So, so how do you develop it? You preach. What do you preach? I have something to give you. Develop it. Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. So today I'm introducing this. Matthew 28. So, you see we have picked this one. Another time we'll pick the power of the mouth. It may have to do with prayer. Then we go into it. But now, we are talking about developing the power of the mouth. Eh, by developing, use the power of the mouth by developing your ability to preach. Your ability to teach. 
developing your ability to bargain with men and persuade them. Develop it. Hallelujah. Why must you develop it? Give me um, 19. What is in 19? 18. 18. Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18. Matthew 28 verse 18. Jesus, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, go ye therefore, because I have power in heaven and in earth, I am commanding you to go. You see, sometimes I wonder why we are scared and we are so fearful to go. The one who is sending you is saying that all power in heaven and all power in the earth, it is, it is given to me and I am sending you to go. So when he sends you and you go, the all power in heaven and the all power on earth is what is backing you as you go. Hallelujah. Yes, that's what is backing you. So you don't need to be afraid of any demon. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Always. Even unto the end of the world. Listen. Go back to 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. All nations. Now listen to this. To be able to teach people. Because this is what we call the great commission. This is the commission that has been given to every believer. Not only pastors. Not only bishops. Not only reverend ministers. Not only people with titles. But every believer has been given this commission. Teach all nations. Now, how do you teach people if you don't have people? So, the first step to teaching all nations is to go out there and get the people, number one. Number two, gather the people because if you are not, if you are not gathering, you can't teach. So, you see, going out there and witnessing is not, it's not in itself the fulfilling of the great commission. The fulfilling of the great commission. Going out there to preach is one step in fulfilling it. Because you must go out there and use the mouth. Use the mouth like the serpent. Use the mouth to speak to people. And therefore, bring them. Get them, number one. When you finish winning them, number two, 
you must be able to bring them together. As I'm teaching you, have you not been gathered? How do I teach you if you're not seated here? How do I do that? If you're not seated here, how can I teach you? So this teach all nations will never become a reality if we are not using the power of the mouth by developing our ability to preach. By the preaching, men will surrender. When they surrender, then you gather them. When you gather them, then you can teach them. Then you will be fulfilling the great commission. So Romans chapter 10, verse 13, look at it. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For, whatsoever, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. <laughs> I love that. Anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But it didn't stop there. He went on to say in verse 14, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? What it means is that before they can call the name Jesus to be saved, they must believe in the name Jesus. Because if they don't believe in the name Jesus, they will not call on the name Jesus. And if they don't call on the name Jesus, they will not be saved. Hallelujah. Then they said that, How and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not how can they believe Jesus Jesus they haven't heard about it means that the hearing about Jesus is what produces the faith the belief for them to call upon him hallelujah then he went on to say and how shall they hear without a preacher how shall they hear? How shall they hear when you are quiet? How shall they hear when you sit by them in the trotro and you are quiet and you never say anything to them from the place you bought the trotro to the place that you are light? How shall they? How shall they hear? How shall they hear? How shall they hear? When you can do a dawn broadcast, you can wake up early in the morning, 3 a.m., and pray for one hour. And after that, pick a, mic, a megaphone and stand in an area and preach to them, don't 316. If you are not doing that, how can they hear? How can they hear without a preacher? How can they hear? How can they hear? And if they don't hear, if they don't hear, they won't believe. And if they don't believe, they won't call upon him. And as long as they don't call upon him, they cannot be saved. Because you must call upon him before you are saved. But before they call, they must have heard. But they must believe. And before they believe, they must have heard. And before they hear, somebody must take up the responsibility and go out there and walk out there shamelessly and preach the gospel. Tell somebody about Jesus by making good use of the weapon of the mouth that God has given us. Yeah. We love it to come to church. We sit in church. 
enjoy it. The message. But the responsibility is not only on the one who preaches on Sunday. No, 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 no. He's not the only believer. The assignment was given to believers to preach, to go out there and preach the gospel to all nations, to teach all nations. It was given to every believer, not only Bishop Ernest I, not only Bishop Dahiwan Mills, not only the pastors, not only Bishop Sally. It was given to everybody including you. Everybody. Including you. So you must open the mouth. Open that mouth and speak it. And speak it. Listen. Something we read in chapter 28 verse I think 20 of Matthew. It says that teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo I am with you I am with you and lo I am with you so you see God has even given you uh, a clue that by even using the power of the mouth uh, to do this assignment is given you secures secures his presence it secures his presence it procures the presence of God it says that and lo teaching them, teaching go to the world eh, and teach all nations, baptizing them eh, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost they say teaching them to observe all these things whatsoever I have commanded you when you do that, it says that lo, I am with you always not sometimes So not doing this makes you vulnerable. Vulnerable. Maybe we think that oh, we are promoting the pastor. As we go there and preach and gather people and bring, we are promoting the pastor so that the pastor looks powerful. That is a great pastor. No, no, no. You are not promoting the pastor. What you are doing is that you are securing for yourself the presence of God. <laughs> yes. You are securing the presence of God for yourself. It is not my idea. It is what I am reading to you. When people come to your shop, what do you tell them? When people come to your company, what do you tell them? <laughs> the people you meet, what do you tell them? You assume everybody is born again. You assume everybody is saved. So your mouth is closed. That power is not used. Eh? And as that power is not used, you are not becoming as wise as the serpent. And as you are not becoming as white as a serpent, you are becoming vulnerable in your world. You are, you are, you are becoming a prey to the wolves. A prey to the wolves. Yeah. You are becoming a prey to the wolves. So, today, 
I came to tell you and introduce this. 120 reasons why you must you must tell them. You must 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. Yes. 120 reasons why you must use the power of the mouth. 120 reasons. 120 reasons why you must not keep quiet when you are in that torture. You must not keep quiet when you are in that when you are in that market. And you are walking and your, your hand hits somebody. And the person turns and wants to face you. Oh, hey, look, sorry, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Even if he's bored and he insults you and he goes, you have sown a seed. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Let, say it. Let the person be bored and turn to and go. Yeah. 120 reasons why. You cannot be quiet in your area and look like the lady you want everybody to see you to be like. Oh, you are not like one of those rascal guys and all that. You, you stop people and talk to them on the No, no, you are not like you come from a decent home. You come from a decent home. That you, you don't stop people like that and talk to them. No. I've stopped so many people. Some of them. When I stop them, especially the ladies, they think that you are coming to rob them. Yes. They think you are coming to rob them. So they look at you. They say, no, I don't have time. I don't have time for you. Yes. One day on this road, I was standing there when I came to the office. One day I just charged and went to stand by the wall there. Hey, that day you pray that you won't pass by this road. Yes. Anybody I saw. And I one lady, one lady came to pass. When she came to pass, I was speaking to a gentleman. And she, she, I'm sure she, she realized that no, this guy, he has pegged me. Yeah. So I followed her with my eyes. And she entered a certain shop. So I was monitoring her to, to come out. Then I was fire. When she came out. And I said, well, excuse me. I said, oh, uh, <laughs> I said, excuse me, say, hey, <laughs> hey, I know what you are, hey, you can easily say that the next lady you see, you won't call her, oh, yes, because you don't, you don't like being embarrassed, yes, you are a decent guy, you come from a good home, even those people, if they know who you are, they would even be privileged to speak to you. They'll be happy that they'll be happy that you are even calling them. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I tell you, I can't tell you the number of people who, who look for me. Yes, I can't tell you the number of people who look for me. I can't tell you, I can't count the number. Yeah, from far and near. <laughs> But I'm not going to stand and tell the lady, do you know who I am? Do you know I'm a bishop? Have you been told? Would you even get that I call you? No, no, no. I can't, I can't go and say that. I can't go and say that. There's no need for that. Do you understand? I'll call you as a normal man. Eh? Yes. And I'll tell you what I am thinking about. About Jesus. If you snub me, no problem. I'll call the next lady. 
it just numbs me. No problem. I'll call the next guy. I'll call that. You see, don't don't be worried when you are embarrassed because of Jesus. Don't be worried. Don't be worried. Can you imagine the embarrassment he went through for you? Can you imagine it? When we look at Jesus crucified on the cross, we see a man that is half naked. They cover the lower part. But in reality, he was hung on the cross naked. Naked. Was embarrassed for us. We can't use any of your time. You control your time. It is when you want that you respond to us. When you want. And you don't want to be embarrassed because you are a gentleman. Because you are a lady. You don't want to look like a lady is chasing men by calling people to talk to you. It appears as if it appears as if so that impression it creates that impression bars you it bars you from calling people to minister to them to tell them about John 3 16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son he loves you so much it doesn't matter the sins you have committed it doesn't matter the evils you have done the blood of Jesus is strong enough to cleanse that sin and to give you eternal life to give you to give you hope for tomorrow it, you, 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 you can't do that because of an impression you can't do that when God came down and became a man God and became subject to creatures he had created. God was beaten by his creatures. God, who, who created your body and breathed into you the breath of life so that your mouth could generate saliva. You used that saliva that he created and you spat on him God and was willing to subject himself to this why? so that he could rescue somebody you you on the other hand don't want to be embarrassed so you have kept your mouth shut kept your mouth shut because you want to create an image a fake image. Fake image. Because when we come to your house, that's not how you are. You parade by the roadside to be what you are not. But when it comes to Jesus, you can't open your mouth to speak. So, in these few weeks, it is my intention to challenge somebody to come out of that comfort zone eh, it is my intention that somebody will stop behaving 
behaving like you don't like embarrassment. It is my intention. It is my intention to get you out of that state and become a wild, a wild, a, a, a fanatic for Jesus and go out there and don't mind who is there, who is watching you or who is not watching you but hold the word of life, the word of life, John three sixteen, the word of life and present it to them and you are not bothered whether they are saved or not. You are not going there to conduct an interview to know who is saved or who is not saved but you are going there with the word of life to give to anyone who is thirsty and hungry. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yes. Going out there. You tell them. everybody in this church you are going to use the power of the mouth I said everybody in this church you are going to use the power of the mouth I tell you a few weeks to come everybody sitting here would not be the congregation of this church everybody sitting here would be the leadership of this church I know you didn't get it everybody here will be part of the leadership of this church the leadership are, are the shepherds of this church and everybody sitting here a few weeks from today you'll be converted into a shepherd hallelujah I said hallelujah you'll be converted into a shepherd you will go out there you will get a sheep you will preach the gospel to somebody you would make use of the power of the mouth and bring somebody to church and sit them down and teach them the word of God somebody here you are being converted from an ordinary church member from today in this meeting I commission everybody a shepherd I commission everybody here you are no longer an ordinary church member you are a shepherd of God's sheep where are my sheep your sheep they are out there and I send you by the power of Christ to go out there and fetch your sheep go out there you are a shepherd you must have a sheep go out there and fetch your sheep and bring your sheep and gather your sheep and pass your sheep and get them seated in church yeah. listen if you have my job eh? hey there are a lot of nonsense you wouldn't have the time for telling you. You don't have the time for it. I have people on my prayer list. Um, when I see it, I become worried. Yeah. I have people on my prayer list like that. I have marriages on my prayer list. I have health issues on my prayer list. I cannot sleep beyond 3 a.m. I can't. As if it's magic. Before 3, whatever, no matter the time I sleep, before 3, pam, this guy's up. I'm sure that the bedding in my heart eh, makes me not to be able to sleep for that long. Because I'm looking for time. Time to pray. The things I want. Time to pray. 
you don't have anybody to think about. That is why you will confidently be, be gossiping. Yeah. Because as your head is troubled, that Akwesi Mensa, Akwesi Mensa had an accident the other time. And he's believing God for a turnaround. Ajwa Mansa, her husband slapped her. It looks like there's some disturbance in the family and in the marriage. And you are believing God for a turnaround. Then you know, you know about Pakwesi. Pakwesi has been sniffing cocaine. You were told. And then Pakojo has been has been has been smoking weed. And you know, and you are believing God for a turnaround. As you have even closed church and you are going, Pakojo is not in church. Pakwesi is not in church. Your head is occupied and full and concerned you can't have the time to gossip no 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 you cannot have that time you can't have that time gossip about what gossip no you can't have that time I have pastors on my list praying to God for their ministries yes some of them have they, they, they virtually have no ministries with the title pastor they used to have and then they come they talk to you they confide in you you are supposed to go on your knees for them you don't have much on your hand you don't have much that's the reason that's the reason why but everybody here from today you are going to have much yes you are going to have much and so Bishop, I don't have a soul. No, no, don't worry. There's, there's somebody that you know that you are believing God to save. Eh? You spoke to the person, they snubbed you. And they are not saved as I speak to you now. You see, it is in that burden. You have to go on your knees. Find out how you can get the name of the person. Write out the name of, your, of the person. Put the name of, your, of the person down. Go down on your knees. And every day, you tell God, I am not giving you peace until this gentleman surrenders his life to Jesus. I am not giving you peace. And be on your knees until you can see a life converted to God and stop the gossip stop it stop it there's too much work to be done too much too much work the heart of Christ is bleeding too much work and yet we look too comfortable and as if there's nothing going on we are I mean when you even see the way you even walk sometimes when I'm on the road I say why do you drive as if there's nothing at stake are we coming to sleep here do you know what I have to do hurry up and get out from my front let me drive you have the leisure to be driving, to be driving on that. I'm not saying that speed and go and get an accident. No, but when there is space in front of you and nobody is anywhere and you're driving as if your father owns the road and you are on a jolly ride. Huh? No, 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 no. I'll tell you a few things and I'll leave you. Yes. Because I don't have that leisure. I don't have that leisure. I don't have that leisure. Hallelujah. Hey, 2021. They don't know you to be a preacher. They should wait. You are about to emerge. 
I said, you are about to emerge. They never thought. They have never seen you like that before. Anytime they see you, oh, this quiet, cool guy. Anytime they see you, they associate you, they associate you with banking. They associate you with oil. They associate you with carpentry. Something. But they have never associated you with the preaching of the gospel. But today, I said today, I commission you. I commission you today. I commission you. I commission you a radical, a radical witness of Jesus. I said, I commission you a radical witness of Jesus that you will walk. When they see the way you carry your things, they will say that no. They will say like the way they said to Paul, Paul, you are beside yourself and much learning has made you mad. silent when you see your cousin who's not born again yes 120 reasons why your colleagues at work your 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 superiors at work 120 reasons why you shouldn't keep quiet 120 reasons why you should refuse to bring them for a breakfast meeting in this cathedral 120 reasons why you cannot be quiet 120 reasons why you cannot give an excuse not to invite them for a breakfast meeting. What will happen? The worst they can do is I'm not coming. That's all. What else? What can they do to you? What can they do to you? Nothing. If they don't come, it is their business. Move to the next person and invite them. Yeah. Whatever the cost may be. You and I we are going out there. And listen, when you look on my left and you look on my right, still space. Where are they? Where are they? Stop that crap. Oh, Corona season. Corona what? Do you know what people are doing in Corona season? Do you know? Even prostitutes are still at work. Corona season. Or oh, you have not passed the joints. Go and see, they are still working. Yes. They are still working. And the police, they pass there. And they see them. And they don't arrest them. They don't arrest them. Corona. They still have clients. They still have clients. So stop that excuse. That we are in Corona. Hypocrites are the ones who breathe. They are not coming to church. Oh, I'm not coming to church because of the crowd. I'm not coming to church. Don't they go out? Don't they go to the market? Don't they go to work? They go to salon to go and do their hair. Don't they go? Where? The trotro. You bought trotro. We do all this. Not using corona as an excuse. But when you are to come to church, it is corona. It is hypocrisy. Do you understand? And you are using an excuse not to do what you are supposed to do. But listen to me. Whether corona or no corona, the gospel is still powerful. The gospel is still stronger. And we are going out there and will bring as many as will come. We will not slack because of corona. No. We will not. Ah. But Cecilia, they have brought you vaccine. So what's your problem? 
Yes. That's a problem. I was preaching on Friday. And I got tempted. And I fell for the temptation. Willingly fell for the temptation. Sure. Yeah. Willingly. I said, Jesus said that. When he even went to a place that he was not received. It, the Bible said that he laid his hands on a few sick folk. But he laid his hands. I said, Abba. Come on. Receive it. Receive it now. Ah, should have watched it. I didn't, sp- I didn't spare any head. Ah, yeah. For how long? For how long? <laughs> For how long? Listen. The jokes are enough. I know you didn't hear me. I said the jokes are enough. The pretense is enough. Enough. Pretense is enough. Hypocrisy is enough. It's enough. That is why at the point when the corona started and then they said churches should not meet. And yet you see, you see, you see big men in town holding parties. Parties. When you have instructed us not to meet. Not to meet. Church and parties, which one is more useful? Yes. Which meeting would you go to that you will hear something that is more significant than what I'm telling you? Tell me which meeting. Is it a cabinet meeting? What meeting is that? That you hear something more useful than what I'm telling you. To be a bearer of good news. Which meeting is that? And yet, they will silence, they will want to silence the church for other things to go on. It's an error. It's an error. Don't be intimidated. I'm not saying that violate COVID protocol. Don't violate it. Put on your mask. But even with your mask on, you can still talk to somebody. Yes. I said you can still talk to somebody with your mask on. Even with social distancing, you can still talk to somebody. Don't give that as an excuse. Why you cannot use the power of the mouth. Don't give that as an excuse. Don't. Otherwise, you have become an actor. Yes. That you are acting in life. You have become like Denzel Washington. Yes. An actor. You are not real. You are an actor. Actors, they used to call them hypocrites. That was their official name before English has evolved, so it, it has changed. They, their name, they used to call them hypocrites. Yes. Not to insult them, but to describe what they do because what they are portraying in the movie, that is not how what they are. Do you understand? Yes. That's not in real life. That's not what they are. So, so they are being hypocritical about what they are doing. Are you understanding that? Yes. And it's not an insult. It's, a, it, it is an, it's an apt description of what they are. What they are seeing. 
So that acting must stop now. And let get real. So pastor, I'm only 15. Jesus Christ was 12 years when he was in the temple. 12 years. And he was engaging lawyers and doctors. And they were amazed at the level of intelligence he displayed. Fifteen years, sixteen years. I was preaching the gospel as if my father owned it. Yes. If you are busy, I'm the last person you would want to hear. Because I tell you, when you hear me speak, you forget that you are busy. You forget that you are in a hurry. Yes. That's how passionate I became. What about you? What about you? 15 years what about you you are 16 years what about you you are 20 years old what about you what are you doing who are you talking to you are a student what are you telling your fellow students are you using the power of the mouth If you are not, you are, you are making yourself vulnerable. 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 So listen. We are coming to have a breakfast meeting here. Yes. In this hall. Yes. We are going to clear all these chairs from here. And we are going to set tables and chairs here. And you. Invite somebody here. Yes. Every one of us. Invite your boss. Invite your colleagues. Invite your parents. Invite that rascal in your area. Any unsaved, any unsaved being. Bring them. We are going to gather them here. If they say that because of our bad road, they are not going to come. Say, don't worry. Forget it. Pack your car. I shall provide you. I will lift you to wherever we are having the thing. And gather, gather. If you need to get money, get money. Get Uber. Get something. Uber, they are looking for their money, so they will come. Anyway, get Uber. Get something. Anything. Break them and take them back. Whatever it will cost. Whatever it will cost, bringing them here. Yes. We're here. There's good news. Even if, even if a half, a half, half of a person is saved, it will be worth the effort. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. How many of you are with me? Are you with me? I said, are you with me? Yes. Listen. By the month of June, we should have chaos here. By the month of June, there should be chaos in this meet, in this building. Yes. Looking for places. Force me to get canopies. Put canopies everywhere. Force me to do that. We have too many hands not to be able to do this. Too many hands not to be able to do if all of us consistently will do this even just for three weeks, we can't contain the people here. All of us here. To do even just one person, one, one soul, we can't fit here. 
they had to beg Bishop Dad to remove this ceiling, remove this roof, and buy this other side and extend the church there. It's an Olympic stadium. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Are we going to do it? Can somebody hear what I'm saying? Or you are angry? Because you are hungry. You are angry with me. Because you are hungry. So this is the introduction of this. It's called Tell Them. And I'm going to go through with you. And I'm going to give you 120 reasons why you should never dare to come to church alone. Never. To enter this building. Listen. We believe in the prophetic ministry, but our church is not a prophetic church. If we believe in the salvation of mankind, and if prophets will be honest, they will tell you that they are one of their core responsibilities. So to be saved. If anybody says I'm lying, go and read the story about the rich man. When the man found himself in hell, he said that Father Abraham, send Lazarus, I'm begging you. Let him go and tell her five brothers. Five. Let him go and tell them so they don't come here. Then Father Abraham said that, forget it. Send who? No. They have the prophets. Huh? Oh? They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. So if the prophet is not preaching about salvation, how can, when they hear, what would they get? What would they get? So this implies that they must hear salvation from the prophet. Call, 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 call. Hallelujah. And all of us, you and I, together, going to march on. And this is going to be a reality. Stand to your feet with me. Time's up. I don't like your hand clap. Use the power of the mouth. I want you to lift up your hands and say a prayer. And tell God, Father, in this season, yes, help me to be fruitful. Help me, Lord. Help me to be a fruitful yes, Lord. Oh God, help Open me, your mouth. Help, help me, oh God, to be fruitful. To be fruitful. Ima 
In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you for today. Thank you, Father, for your word. If there's anything we want to be, we want to be useful to you, Father. We want to make your sacrifice worth it. You came to die for us. Help us as we become wise as the serpent to engage the power of the mouth by not being quiet, by developing the ability to preach, to teach, to bargain with men and persuade them Father, give us this grace because you have vowed in your word that if we listen to you and we move on and we walk with this word you have vowed to be with us you have vowed to to garnish us with your presence your presence there's nothing like it there's nothing that comes close to your presence. For if God be for us, if God be with us, who can be against us? Who can withstand us? Which demon? Which which, which fortune teller? Which principality or power or dominion can stand in our presence? When you are with us, and yet your word tells us to secure your presence is to go out there and talk to them make disciples of Jesus out of them and that guarantees presence I pray that this will be our story as we carry this word and we run with it we thank you father give us the heart give us the ability to see your bleeding and beating heart the name of Jesus that will feel restless until we see a soul saved Father we thank you we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus and as every head is by and every eye closed maybe somebody invited you or you came on your own or you have been coming but you know deep down in your heart this is not a theater where we perform to excite you this this is an altar for salvation we are here not for jokes we are here for the eternal redemption of mankind if you are here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior you are not sure whether if you fall today you will make it to heaven or not whether you will be God's own or you belong to Satan you are not sure you want to be sure today listen judgment is not in groups judgment is an individual affair you want to say that Bishop Mr. Pastor 
I want to surrender this life. When I look at me, not my brother standing by me, but when I look into my heart and me, I am not sure. My brother standing by me for now. I don't know. But me, I know I'm not sure. I want to make peace with God today. If you are here like that and you want me to pray with you, wherever you are standing, I want you to lift up your right hand above your head. Your right hand above your head. Pastor, I want to make peace with God. I want to surrender. I want to be sure that today if I fall down, it's amazing. Yesterday we buried a man. We buried a young man. A young man of almost my age. We buried him yesterday because he fell. He fell to something. He fell to something. And we don't know what anyone will fall to. But just in case you fall, there is something you are sure that will hold you safe and sound in eternity. You are here like that. Pastor, pray with me wherever you are standing. If you have lifted up your hand, please walk to me in the front here. Walk to me here. And I'm going to pray with you. Walk to me. Oh, Jesus is calling you. Come and make peace with God. Come and make peace with God. Come and make peace with God. Hey, Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Don't impress anybody. It is between you and God. God is calling you. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. If you respond today, he will come in and make peace with you. Oh, Jesus. Now listen to me. It's not too late if you have to join. It's not too late. Wherever you are standing, please. This is about life and death. In fact, yesterday, when I went for this funeral, then some example will be that I gave you some time ago about a gentleman I used to call that come and join the ashes, come and join the shepherds, come and join shepherd's school, come and join shepherd's school. And they said that, oh, I have to go, you know, I have to go when I come out, do it. You remember that story I told you? Yesterday, yesterday, it's when I heard that the person was dead and was being buried yesterday. Yes, the person was buried yesterday somewhere. I went for this funeral and they showed me the obituary. He was buried that day. Got many opportunities. Throw them, throw them into the being. But like everybody, everybody eh? the end of opportunities will come everybody so today you can hear me it is a season of opportunity for you but if you don't respond to it one day this season would end and there will be no more opportunity no more no more calls no more invitations this is the time if you don't respond today if you don't respond in this season, it will be over one day. You can join before it is too late. Wherever you are standing, I want you to boldly walk to the front. Come. 
and take advantage of this opportunity wherever you are standing i am calling for you i am bargaining for somebody's eternal life i'm bargaining for your soul i'm bargaining for you don't 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 live here without jesus in your heart then you didn't come to church. Don't live here. You are not sure in your heart. I beg you. I beg you. This is, this is, this is the best you can do for your life. Is to surrender. Make sure you are sure before you live here. Make sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Lift up your two hands. Those of you standing in front of me. I want you to say this prayer with me. Say this prayer with me. I want the church to join us in this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I can hear you. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I want everybody open your mouth. Make sure you can hear yourself. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I thank you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I know I am a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. Say, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. And I cannot save myself. And I cannot save myself. You came into the world. You came into the world. And died on the cross. And died on the cross. Shed your blood. Shed your blood. Because of my sins. Because of my sins. Today. 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 Today, I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender with all my heart. With all my heart, my life, my life to you, Jesus. To you, Jesus. From today, from today, I receive you. I receive Jesus you. Christ. Jesus Christ as my Lord. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Savior. As my Redeemer. As my Redeemer. From today. From today. From today. From today. Jesus. Jesus. I confess. I confess. I belong to you. I belong to I you. I give my life to you. I give my life to you. From today. Today, from today Satan Satan listen listen I am no longer your servant I am no longer your servant you are no longer my master you are no longer my master because today because today Jesus Jesus has set me free has set me free and I am free and I am free from you from you indeed indeed say thank you father thank you father for saving me for saving me today today Jesus name. Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.